It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do Hey everybody, uh Wade and Ryan here. It is NFL in London, and it's the hey, NFL oh. draft. The NFL yeah. draft 2022 Sin City, baby. Yeah, it's all when there's all hope again. For, our hope. for every team's hopeful, except for your team, of course, who's not picking. Uh, no, the Bears, we don't need a pick. It's, you know what? We've got such a great team. We said this year, you know what, guys? It's always funny. The draft is when, like, because I got called out on it when I'm like, oh, it's kind of boring this year. And it's just like, yeah, because you're picking late. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, because I used to be for years, like, at the top 10. I was always excited about the draft. And now I'm just like, eh. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If you're in Jacksonville, Detroit, or Houston, or the or New York. Like anything in the draft. draft. Great top, 10. top 10 is is great if you're in the top 10 you're excited the draft is great um i've been in many top 10s and i've had a lot of failures in them no i mean uh, bears we've been in it's like we should give that away we should trade that away uh, or trade up for something or trade up one spot give up two-thirds for one spot. hey that's it's it's that's what we do baby it's it's all shake and shimmy um it is an interesting one tonight for anyone who is watching it in the UK. Uh, probably not a lot of places showing it. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think any place is going to show it. But um, the fact is, uh, get together with your friends if you want to watch it. It is on late. It is Las Vegas, and it's the first time in two years uh, to get it. It looks great. I've actually Apparently, seen it. there's like a big wind problem going on right now. and they've like, They're getting worried that it's going to mess up the whole, <laughs> the whole draft. Uh, yeah, well, it is Vegas. Because I was just watching uh, the NFL Network before we came yeah. up. And they were reporting. They've been told to like, go inside because it's going to be like 55-mile-an-hour winds. It's going to be like the Buffalo game. Yeah, exactly. And in Vegas, are people having to go through like a like a tsunami to get to the stage on the Bellagio. I, I think that's worth it. I think it's good to be able – because hats will be going everywhere. You don't be even like know. Your, it'll be like your Aquaman just coming out with just the water spraying everywhere. Just boom. <laughs> just coming out shirtless, everyone. Exactly. Um it is exciting if you look at it because it's it's first time in two years. They're doing it in front of the between the Bellagio and Caesars. Have you ever been to Vegas? It's right sort of in between uh, where the fountains are, so it's going to look good. Uh, but as you say, especially near those fountains, you know, uh, if you're high that, winds, that's that's what's going to be a problem. So it's hilarious that this is what could happen in like Vegas of all places, where you're guaranteed good weather. Yeah, so. well, it's it, Vegas. You, you never know. I mean, Vegas is one of those things. In April, it can be like. Uh, you know, 33 degrees in the day and then five degrees at night. And you're just like, what the hell is going on in this place? But what happens there uh, stays there, apparently, but not not so much. Not um, anymore. Not anymore. We're not with cell phones. Nothing nothing stays there anyway. But a lot of guys want to go there. And so we'll look at it. Ryan and I are going to look and uh, go through the rounds. And well, not, all, not all seven. Every okay. seven every seven rounds, everyone. Mm -hmm. Get in. This podcast is four hours long. Uh, no, we're just going to go through the first ones. I mean, let's be honest. To me, and I was saying this to you earlier. I think this is because there's not a lot of marquee, massive people that you're going this, you know, like number ones that have to be taken. I think there's going to be, this is going to be messy. I think there's going to be a lot of people trading around just to try yeah. to get pieces that they want. Um, and, and the order that we see, I, I you know, I, I think it's, oh, it's just going to be messed up. But, you know, those are my Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think there is going to be a lot of trades. I think people are going to be, like, moving up, like, three, four spots, moving all around. Um, because people just don't – like, again, this draft hasn't been seen as, like, a generational one. There, there's some great players, of course. But it's not – I think people would be more probably be willing to let someone jump up for a draft pick next year, which is supposed to be much stronger. So there's an opportunity for teams that are like a piece or two pieces to really just kind of make a jump and just say, to hell with it. I can move up like 20 spots kind of, if you want, I can yeah. see it happening. Like someone like Kansas city who wants one of the big receivers. Sure. Um, Green Bay. 
Green Bay moving up maybe to the top ten. They got two. They Again. got two. But I mean, let, let's also look at the other thing is so they're going to draft a defensive tackle and a linebacker. It, it's it's basically there's seven offensive linemen you know that are just in the top. So it, it is the offensive lineman kind of uh, uh, draft. It feels like one interesting thing you sort of look. There's no running backs or tight ends in the in the in the first round probably going, um, which seems to be a first. Well, there's um, one maybe, one maybe, I think. Maybe, but I, I don't know if they'll go. And, I mean, you're looking at quarterbacks that are probably not going to go till after the 10th pick, I would say, and based on my sort of estimation. Um, but I don't see quarterbacks going quick unless somebody's going to be ridiculous and trade up. But I don't know if these quarterbacks are that standout. I, I don't know if, you know, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ryder, or Matt Coral are, are going to be the names of the future that we're going to all see. Who yeah. knows? Well, let's go. We could go through a little, little mocking. Little so we'll mocking go through the pack. first one. And now this one, it's been up and down. In fact, there was a guy who was number one. And then I think a lot of the pundits have switched. So Jacksonville, who do you who do you think? I mean, in terms of uh, I've got. Well, sure. You could go first. I'll go second. You go I, I'm an, I, I think that Trayvon Walker from Georgia is possibly he's an edge rusher. This is what the first couple guys are, are fast edge rushers. Everyone wants these guys. And I think uh, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, fast, strong. Yeah, he's, the, he's the guy who gets a little bit of the hype coming up. Again, you never know. It's all smoke and mirrors, yeah. which then would leave number two, which I think would be, again, Jacksonville does need help on defensive line. Yeah. Um, I think they've got – now they're going to have, like, ETN coming back. Their offense got a bunch of weapons. You know, they spent overpaid, but they got a bunch of weapons. So I think they got to shore up the defense, and let's just see what they can do, which would leave. Aiden Hutchinson going to Detroit, playing in Michigan. Yeah. I think just he looks like a guy Dan Campbell would just rip his legs off for. Oh yeah, Michigan going to Michigan, biting, you know, biting uh, ankles and biting kneecaps. That is a pure like if you're from Detroit. Yeah, think like ticket sales, jersey sales, like it's a no brainer. Go with the homegrown Michigan guy. Yeah, like, just good. Go with the. Some people are like, get enamored with with the uh, just basically the. Um, physicality or the size and the speed look at production too like a lot of people just that's why a lot of people mess up with the 40 speed they get enamored with that 4.3 but the guy caught like 20 balls Mm -hmm. and yeah there's a reason so i'm going with the guy who got production like 14 sacks last year in hutchinson yeah i mean both both guys stand out you know edge rusher is perfect these are guys that you want these are guys that on a crappy team is gonna is gonna make a big difference when your team can't get any sacks Bring us up to Houston at number three. Uh, I've got them taking Derek Stingley. Um, again, you know, it, it just seems like a, a natural pick to me for them. Um, but, I mean, you know, Houston has a problem. They have many problems. So, um, you know, that's sort of something that I that I sort of found them in. Is it trying to find these sort of, you know, fits that are actually going to try to fix sort of the team as a whole? Uh, and, and so, you know, who do you have on that one? Yeah, well, no, that's the thing. I would have gone like him or Sauce Gardner. I think they do need a yeah. corner. I think if you're Houston, there's a, there is something to getting another offensive lineman, but you got Tenso, who you mm-hmm. traded all these picks for. So I think get one of the – if you can get Sauce Gardner, who should play in Buffalo with the name Sauce. Um, Sauce, that would be perfect, yeah. Born to play in Buffalo. So uh, if they could get up and get Sauce Gardner. It's, he's just literally a million-dollar Sauce contract right off the bat. There is – yeah, he's uh, – Yeah, he's, I agree with you, which I think goes into my pick on four, which I would say then Sauce Gardner. I think the yeah. Jets seeing um, – they've done a little bit to, to make um, the quarterback a little bit better. But I think they now with Tyree Kill coming in the division – you know, you've got um, 
Devontae Parker, you got Stefan Diggs. So they they gotta have a guy who's gonna be a shutdown. So I think you gotta go corner to the Jets, especially if you have another pick at 10. Yeah, I mean I had them I mean I had them taking Icky, uh, but I mean that's again, the Giants could also take that. Uh, I've so I actually had the Giants taking sauce, but I had them the, the Jets taking uh, Icky Ekawanu, um and then the Giants taking. Different a little different thing, but again, it all depends on, you know, sort of who you think you're gonna get. And, uh, and and who's going to be the best. But I think there's going to, again, there's going to be so many topsy-turvies in this one. But I had, so I had, yeah, uh, Icky Okonowu uh, going to the Jets, and then, of course, the Giants, who I had Sauce Gardner. But again, you know, you got a lot of talent here. Um, and but I think, yeah, I think the Giants, I would be shocked if they didn't go offensive line. I think with Saquon and with Daniel Jones, and I think what, the coach went in what the first thing, you know, they did in Buffalo was bring in some offensive linemen. Again, you got uh, Brian Dable and their GM who kind of basically got, got the offensive line settled. Then you get some weapons and you just kind of build out like that. So I think giants are hundred percent going to go offensive line. It's the giants. So they screw up on everything. I mean, I know, but they're desperate. I don't yeah. see them. They got this new, there's new, you know, we don't have Gettleman anymore. Who's wicked smart? Yeah, uh, we, got, uh, we got a true, we got a true professional in there. Joe Shane, he's going to be great. So I'm going offensive line. Okay, uh, Carolina next at six. Um, I had them taking Charles Cross. Um, again, you know, this is going to be up and down. I don't know if Carolina, you know, Carolina needs a quarterback too. Are they going to be stupid and, and and try to go for one of those guys real quick? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I again, I think they got to go offensive line as well. I think if you're if you can just get the offensive line, get them a year ready for when you're going to be a, get, get your quarterback. Especially you got you got Sam Darnold. You kind of have to go now and get some big guys to protect him and just kind of put put your fingers crossed and just hope he figures it out, Darnold. But yeah, they need help an offensive line. I mean, you know, especially with McCaffrey, they're they're definitely going to need to protect him. The other guy who's going to be the offensive tackle, Akim Akwanu, uh, uh, you know, who, who might be. But again, Carolina just seems to be making a lot of bad decisions. Um, but then, of course, Ryan brings up number seven, uh, the Giants again. Uh, yeah. Two picks. So they got two picks, four and seven. I would go uh, probably Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Yeah. I think, again, you need edge rushers. They don't, they have no pressure. The Giants were like, Pathetic last year. Again, they were pathetic in so many aspects, like uh, mostly coaching with Joe Judge. So I got rid of that. I think, again, Thibodeau's a guy who's kind of dropped. So I think um, I think he's just a perfect fit for them. And they need that kind of speed rush where they had Strahan, they had JPP back in the day, and they got to bring in another guy. Yeah, I mean, they've also, I mean, depending if Stingley, I mean, because I had him going earlier, but if he's around, but... I mean, they need defense, they need offense, they need a lot of things. There's a lot of problems wrong with that Giants team. And if you, they just had no motivation when they're playing the last games, they're just like, you guys don't even seem like you want to be there. Um, which brings us to number eight, Atlanta. Atlanta mm-hmm. needs a lot of things. Atlanta, um, you know, quarterback is going to need a quarterback, but I don't think they're going to go. They got the eighth um, pick. Um, I mean, I think you're looking at a couple different guys. You either got Garrett Wilson or, or personally, I think Jermaine Johnson. The, the yeah, I have Jermaine. I have Jermaine Johnson. I think. Yeah, I think again, they're a team that just needs so much, and I don't think the Falcons are sitting here thinking this year it's like this is the year we're going to do it. They have to no. eat that huge Matt Ryan number. I think next year they're going to have over 100 million in cap space. So it's like I think this year is just let's get a couple nice pieces. So if I'm eight, I can get a good edge rusher. They do need help on defense. Um, 
they, they had really good on the corner on Terrell that they got. So I think with Calvin Ridley, who you know you're probably going to trade in the offseason, you'd be able to get something for him because mm-hmm. um, he'll still be kind of cheap because of his because of his stupid suspension so if i'm falcons i play it safe and go defense yeah i mean the other thing i guess with atlanta the, the big thing that they might want to look at is 50 cent hot dogs next year and they were doing <laughs> they were doing a dollar hot dogs but maybe 50 cent hot dogs will work better for them to get the fans in the stadium because i don't know if the team will um put it up at ninth is seattle seahawks um we're gonna need a lot of things from the denver broncos they've got this one I mean, a couple different options, I guess. I've got maybe Charles Cross, offensive tackle from Mississippi uh, State. I, they're going to need a lot. They need an offensive line. They need defensive line. Seattle has a lot of problems. Yeah, I like uh, my offensive line. I like Neil, especially, again, it depends on what they're going to do with the quarterback. Is this where Malik Willis comes off the board? Like, mm-hmm. they, We don't know what's going to happen with him. Because, again, you have um, – you know, Pete Carroll is like in his seventies, getting old. You know, you have you have to do something if you have DK Metcalf, who's going to be a free agent. If he sees like this quarterback room is literally Drew Locke and and Geno Smith, like, are you re-signing a long-term deal? Like, I don't. Yeah. Think so. so I think Seattle's got to figure out the quarterback. Probably Baker seems like the only real option. So get him an offensive line, protect him. So I would go offensive line. If, you get, if I find that uh, Evan Neal or Neal falls. Yeah. Uh, to nine to him. I like. Uh, so that brings us into number 10, New York Jets. Um, I think they're going to trade this one to Pittsburgh. And I think the Pittsburgh is going to take Kenny Pickett. Really? Yeah. I think Pittsburgh wants Kenny Pickett. He's a pit guy. And I think that he, I think that they secretly love him. And I, I don't think they've been putting it out there, but I think Pittsburgh wants to move up and get a quarterback. They need a quarterback. And I think that they will take. I think they'll move up to get Pickett. That's my little. I I think they'll go receiver. I think they need to put Zach Wilson with a with a with a guy he can grow with, get some speed. So I would go with someone like uh, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, um, I, I see the kids trading trading some stuff. I mean, <clears throat> look, you still got Debo. You got a lot of things up in the air. The yeah, Jets have a yeah, Debo Debo could get traded to them for this pick. I, yeah. Now they're saying they're not going to trade Debo ahead of time, but you know the Jets when you look at they have a lot of speed already. And if you've got the 10th position, I think when you've got this many draft picks, people are going to go nuts for you. They're going to want to bite your hand off. You go, look, I'll keep our fourth pick, but our 10th we're willing to trade because 10th is where a quarterback becomes interesting. That's where teams are going to go, I can finally get a quarterback. Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett will come up. And I think that one of those teams will make a rush for him. Carolina, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit, and Seattle all need one. I don't think Carolina is going to go and blow one out at number six. They'd be silly if they did. But... I could see somebody like Pittsburgh making a trade up and going, yeah, we actually need one. We want this. And, you know, Kenny Pickett, again, a Pittsburgh kid playing locally. You know, it's a big thing. He's a big superstar in that city, and, and I think it could be a big thing for them. That's my thing. I don't know. What do you got for 10? Uh, well, 10, I have receiver. I think they should go uh, Garrett Wilson, get some speed, start working. And, again, it goes with number 11, too. I think Washington needs to get someone opposite Terry McLaurin. It can't just be him all the time. They've really struggled with that especially if you're going to make this Carson Wentz thing work yeah then then get him some weapons hope the defensive line um comes back and has a better season than they did a year ago so I I think Washington if they got to go weapons again this Carson Wentz experiment kind of has to work for them otherwise sitting in this spot where if it's a disaster then next year Terry McLaurin goes and then you're just stuck at square one so if Terry McLaurin goes at least you have 
Drake London. So I would take Drake London or Garrett Wilson. Flip them. I, I think Washington personally, I think they're going defense. Their secondary is horrible. And I think they need, I think they'll take Kyle Hamilton, uh, the safety at Notre Dame, only because they, you know, they were getting scored on. It, they couldn't stop anyone. Uh, the front, you know, their defense just fell apart. Um, and the offense was, you know, they get the running game together. They were able to get some, move some stuff together. So I, that personally, I think they're going deep, but you know, difference, difference is there. We got Minnesota next. That's where I think Kyle Hamilton's going to go. I think he goes here. I think you can see someone trading up for him as well. I can yeah. see him being this guy that kind of falls to around 12 and people getting a bit antsy being like, we should go get him. Yeah. Because again, if you went by talent, again, the problem is his safety, which is not highest on the priority list of teams. So he's no. going to, he's going to drop a bit, even though he's super talented. So uh, I think Minnesota is going to take him there. If he falls, I think they'd be crazy not to their off. Their defense was terrible last year. Yeah. Anyone, especially in the secondary. So they needed that. Yeah. I've got them there. I've also got them looking at Garrett Wilson, uh, the wide receiver, if he's still there, because, you know, just adding more wide receivers to that already incredible list that they've got, um, you know, such talent there. We've got number 13 now. Houston, once again, um, from the Cleveland Browns, uh, 13. Uh, I actually have them taking Malik Willis in this one. Uh, Ooh, really? They've given up on Davis Mills already. Well, you know what? Davis Mills is fine, but who backs up Davis Mills? Well, you know? and, and Davis Mills was a surprise with this guy who wasn't, you know, what was he, round four or five? He was a third rounder, I third think. Round. I think he was a third rounder. Well, this is the first rounder. So you got a guy out of Liberty who is playing well. He's a different style, totally different style than Davis Mills. Running quarterback, does a lot of, you know, a little more flashy. So I could see them doing that, making a trade up for him. I, I go, I'm going to go with Jameson Williams. I think they need to get a little bit of a – I think they're going to do something to kind of help Davis Mills. I think they want it to work with him. Mm-hmm. I think he, he was had a really strong end to the season, especially playing with absolutely no one. Nobody. Yeah, just him and Brandon, Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks, who just always ends up Let's just... not forget Rex Burkhead. I mean, yeah, Rex... yeah. So to me, I think it's incredible what he did. So if yeah. they're going to, and even if it doesn't work, you have this weapon in Jameson Williams who can step in next year when you have all these picks. Yeah. So um, I think get a guy like Jameson Williams who is a top 10 talent and just run it up there because even if he doesn't play that much this year you're not going to be that great but next year when you're ready to go with him now you got a, a certified weapon so yeah bit difference you got a quarterback i got a quarterback uh and, and now we're in a baltimore baltimore ravens 14th pick um i have them taking drake london out of usc uh, another wide receiver because obviously they're wide receivers uh having a hard time holding on to them and actually having a hard time getting ones that are young yeah. Um, sorry, Baltimore. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think they need to go. I want to go receiver. I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Okay. Um, I think I think Baltimore again. What the problem has been is yeah, they have Marquise Brown who has those every now and then has a game. You know, Sammy Watkins didn't work. They've really struggled to get that second weapon for Lamar, and I think they really need it mm. because. Marquise Brown takes the top off, but you need a bit of more of a possession guy. So I, I think they they got, especially if this Lamar thing is going to work, give them yeah. all the weapons, especially with what's going on in the AFC with everyone loading up. They'd be crazy again. But Baltimore always goes defense. Like they're just religiously defensive in the first round, almost. Yeah, you'd you'd hope that they might want to to make a change in that because they do need some wide receivers, and and Drake London is getting all the chat. <clears throat> Bring up now at 15, uh, Philadelphia Eagles via the Miami Dolphins. Um, obviously, Miami, Philadelphia, you know, needs a lot. 
I think I've got them taking an offensive tackle in Trevor Penning. Um, uh, I think that out of Northern Iowa. But again, they need they need some protection. They need someone to protect uh, Tua because he was just getting smoked last year. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Jordan Davis. I think they need someone to replace Fletcher Cox. I think he had a great career and then he just kind of, it's been it's pretty much over now. So I think he's moved on. I think they released him. So I think to get someone basically 15th and step in and replace him without missing a beat. Again, I don't know what the Eagles are going to be. I could see them going receiver as well to get someone with Devontae Smith because they were just so, because Rieger was so disappointing and yeah. just almost in the NFL, you just can't win with this. I'm going to run it all the time. Philosophy is just, it's going to burn you in the playoffs. And we saw it because once Jalen Hurts went down to Brady, it was over. Yeah. No, it was a very difficult one. And, I can and, see him going receiver as well. But there's still a building year. It's still a building year for Philly. So, I mean, you know, it, it's still, uh, you know, I, there's still a lot of options that they've got. But, you know, the running game, it's a very good, in a building year to do what they did, uh, it's still very impressive. New Orleans Saints is number 16. Um, through from Indianapolis Colts uh, through Philadelphia, uh, all these one of these trades for the trades. Sixteenth, uh, obviously, New Orleans has decided to move up. They want some things. I've got them taking cornerback uh, Trent McDuffie uh, out of Washington um, with the sixteenth. Yeah, which would be a great. Imagine, yeah, him cornered. Um, that would be incredible. Their secondary would be ridiculous. I had him going. Trevor Penning, uh, yeah, offensive okay. lineman. I think they lost Taron Armstead, their best offensive lineman. And you have Jameis Winston, who's coming off a torn ACL. Like, you got to protect this guy. Yeah, you're crazy if you don't. Like, it, regardless, of, you need some weapons. And you need – if um, – what's his name? Comes back from a suspension. Um, the running back. Yeah. Mine's going completely. Now I'm looking up all these college stuff today. Um, so I go Trevor Penning. I think they just got to fill that space. You lost a huge weapon in Taron Armstead and you got to replace it. So the chargers, uh, get a nice pick. They're at 17th, uh, Los Angeles chargers. Uh, first I've got them taking, uh, interior defensive lineman, uh, Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Uh, very, very fast, very strong guy. Uh, just helping them out in, in, in defense, which I think they could really help this year. Um, but that's what I've got, the 17 Chargers taking. Yeah, I got them with Kenyon Green. I got them going off the line again. I think they just really want to make – I think they want to make this this work with with Herbert. They need a little bit um, – they weren't the bad – again, I think they could go defensive tackle as well because they were really bad against the run last year. But I think it's either going to be one or the other. But I think just with the arms race in the in – the, um, in the AFC West and seeing like all the trades that have been coming over, especially with the Raiders, what they did uh, bringing in Chandler Jones, get some protection. So I'm going to go offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 18th Philadelphia up again, another pick for 50 uh, for Philly. This is the one actually I had them taking uh, Jameson Williams from Alabama wide receiver in this one, if he was still available, they are going to obviously, you know, as you said with rigor, uh, just sucking it last year. Um, again, Philly's, I think the middle of the pack here, pretty good picks there's some there's a lot of there's a lot of meat on the bone still yeah i, I like yeah uh, again yeah they're, when you were doing this little going through this it does feel like there's a lot lots of value coming up in these next picks yeah. uh, i'll go with mcduffie here i think they definitely need another uh cornerback philly especially going up again again if in the nfl if you don't have a solid shutdown corner you're in trouble so philly yeah. has to get that Especially going up against Dallas and Dak and Terry McLaurin. Again, there's more weapons, so you got to do it. 
Yeah, uh, 19th pick is New Orleans Saints from Philadelphia Eagles, part of that whole swippity swap kind of thing. Uh, I had them taking uh, linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Um, again, New Orleans, you know, more more defense because they've lost some defensive holes in there. Um, but, you know, New Orleans, again, with that whole Philly swap that they did of all those picks, uh, kind of messy, but obviously they've done it for some reason. Yeah, I, I have them going to uh, Jahan Dotson. I think they need um, speed. And they need someone across. Michael Thomas going to come back. Like Last year, the Saints were just horrific with their offense. They had absolutely no receivers with Michael Thomas out. Couldn't move the ball. So they need to absolutely improve the, their, their offense, especially um, in a division that, again, they've been able to shut down Tom Brady every yeah. single time they played him defensively. So if they can, again, they can just get the divisions terrible. They should be able to rack up some wins. So it's just now about getting Jameis Williams, Jameis Winston, one more weapon across from God, if Michael Thomas ever plays again. I think they'll be back to that. They could be dangerous, I think. Maybe, but, you know, he's also his ego. Remember, he was like, I'm yeah, the best well, that's the thing. Well, that's the three years ago. And then you've got, you know, everyone else lighting it up. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, uh, Jamar Chase. He's turning into, like, the Ben Simmons of the NFL. Yeah. He's just this old, I used to be real good. Uh, number 20th, a Pittsburgh Steelers pick. That's the one I told you before. I thought they were going to swap uh, with the Jets. Um, only because I think they want to move up to quarterback, and I think that they would probably want to try to get Kenny Pickett if they could. Yeah, I had him at Malik Willis. I think this. I think Pittsburgh's seen they want they want the big strong arm. Uh, people have seen the Josh Allen's thing that maybe you can make it work. Just get a guy with a big arm who's got all the intangibles. And I think Pittsburgh. It's been a long time since they've had someone who can actually move in the pocket. And yeah. I think the way it's been going, and again with guys like again Trubisky's not bad, but I think he's. Willis can sit a year and just kind of learn from Trubisky. I think that would be a good setup for him, ready for next year. And gives Trubisky a chance just to go ball out and just get a new team the next year. Yeah, well, if Trubisky wasn't a starter a few years ago, I don't think he will be this year. The other option for Steelers, obviously, is Chris Olave, uh, wide receiver, Ohio State. But I, I think they'll make a move. I think they're just desperate to get a quarterback. Uh, we got 21, the Patriots, uh, New England Patriots, uh, 21st pick. I have them taking Zion Johnson, uh, Boston College offensive lineman. I mean, I think they want this guy big because he's Boston College uh, mm. and offensive line, you know, help out Mac Jones. Uh, from all accounts, this is who the guy that they really want. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I have them going Devin Lloyd. I think they need uh, – one of the things Belichick's always had is that middle linebacker, that guy like Bridge, like um, Teddy Bruschi. Yeah, you know, Dante Hightower. Like they need that. I think Belichick needs that guy in the middle he can trust. And I think they they try to with Van Noy. It just didn't work. He just feels old. Like their linebackers were slow. Yeah, uh, yeah they got exposed in those two Buffalo games. So I think they need. They'll be desperate. They'll get. That's a good value. Twenty one. I think getting Devin Lloyd would be great for them. I think they also do need to get um, Mac Jones some weapons. Another the receiver so i could see him go but again belichick has been terrible at drafting receivers over the years yeah and i mean also you know mac jones let's be honest he's not you're not gonna get a speedster he's not gonna go deep on the guy um 22 it's the packers they get their first pick from the las vegas raiders as a result of which um everything i've read is that they're all over this Traylon burks uh wide yeah. receiver from arkansas it looks like uh you know they're trying to get aaron Rodgers his little his little bitch team. Uh, yeah, that's that's who I had. I think again, if they don't do this, like they, everyone, everyone in the whole Vegas is just going to scream. Just be like when they draft, like a when they take a quarterback, two two quarterbacks the first yeah. round. 
So it's just I, everyone in the whole stadium or in Vegas will just be like, please, Green Bay, just take a receiver. Please. Yeah, for the love of see, God. We want to see the drama. We want to see the drama come out. Come I think out it would be like a crime if they didn't use one of their picks on, on a receiver. 23, Arizona Cardinals, uh, who started off very strong. By week 10, everyone was thinking, what's going on with these guys? Can anyone stop them? And by week 15, yeah, they were stopping themselves. Uh, you know, Obviously, big big holes in defense. Uh, Kyler Murray needs some protection. Lots of lots of things here. Uh, Arizona could would could. Yeah, be I went I went Zion Johnson. I think yeah, I agree. They need they need offensive linemen. Like Murray got killed back there. Especially if you're going to be paying this guy that much money in the next you know year or so, if if not this year, then you have no choice but to protect this guy, especially because of how small he is. Uh, I can see him going a weapon, maybe getting another receiver because AJ Green really didn't work, and they lost Christian Kirk. So, but I think you protect Kyle Murray with everything you can because the little guy needs it. Yeah, I've got them taking uh, George Karlaftis, uh, edge rusher from Purdue. Um, guy's fast. He's you know having having some definitiveness because you know obviously JJ Watt broken man, um, and a lot of that defense sort of fell apart at the the second part of that season. So I had them taking that. 24 Dallas Cowboys. Dem boys, um, you know, people will be watching this one. Dallas has a lot of holes to fill in this one. Um, Randy Gregory can tell you about all the problems going on with <laughs> Dallas. Um, I had them taking uh, Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback of the Clemson. Um, but uh, who knows? With I don't know. I think they could go offensive line. I think um, Kenyon Green I had. Um, Again, who knows what Dallas is going to do. Jimmy, Jerry Jones is a little bit of a like, – Dallas is always funny enough. Dallas is always one of those teams that someone falls to. Like yeah. this player that you didn't think was going to fall into their lap. So yeah. um, they're kind of – they'll kind of do whatever they want. Again, J- J- the older Jerry Jones gets, the more craziest picks are going to be, I think. so. He's like Putin. Uh, he's all exactly. puppy. You know what's going on? His hands are shaking. Just gripping tables. He's not gonna. He's not gonna stop with the NFL. He's he's yeah. going all the way to the USFL. Everyone. He's invading. Apparently, they have Nazis in the USFL. He's gonna get them. <laughs> um, twenty-five. It's the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Who do you think? I think there's other two things. Are they gonna go corner? But I think Brees Hall is just too exciting. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo. No, no, they will need some. I think they're going to get a, a veteran. I think there's still some really good veterans out there in the corner market, like Joe Hayden has been golfing with Von Miller a bunch. Yeah. So you can see him coming. I just think Buffalo just needed needs speed, and I think the, the the hits that Josh Allen took in the playoffs, they don't want to have to do that in the regular season. So they're going to want again. Singletary was good, strong, and it came on strong in the end. But I think they need that home run hitter, and they just haven't had it at any real position. Yeah. Um, of speed so i think Brees hall would just be that little missing piece of this offense that's like god damn it this is gonna be tough to stop i i've i you know i've got you and again talking about giving uh josh allen some time i i've got you guys taking a center uh and i tyler linderbaum uh from iowa big kid man he's he's strong amazing definitive uh, i think he'd be perfect for buffalo uh tyler linderbaum uh yeah center out of yeah. iowa but that's uh but it's that's gonna happen around three in the morning, probably, folks. You'll yeah. see that one. Um, moving yeah, on, four in the morning, probably four, maybe five, depending how long it goes, depending how the wind is. We're gonna take a wind break uh, for anyone who starts watching it at one a.m. Tennessee Titans are at twenty-six pick. Um, I have them taking offensive tackle from Texas A&M, Kenyon Green. But again, uh, it depends on he's around. 
you know, that, like that's how it all falls. I don't know who you. Yeah, I have one offensive line as well. I think it's just I'm Tyler Smith. I just think that, again with your offense is going to be revolved around Henry. So let's just get let's just get him as again. You need to protect him. You mm-hmm. need to get a lane. So get him open. He's your horse. They're going to run him into the ground until his career is over. So you might as well. At the same time. Uh, Tannehill is one of the best um, play action passers in the league. So get offensive line. Do what you do best. Just run yeah. with the occasional play action to AJ Brown. That's all you need. Now, Tannehill's good at choking in the end, too. Twenty yeah. seventh um, pick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, now, obviously, with Green Bay uh, picking after them, you, you go. Let's just screw them. Let's let's just screw Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think they will. I think they're going to take uh, defensive tackle Devonte Wyatt out of Georgia. Uh, their defense has lost some some steps, uh, and and getting this guy who's you know quite fierce, uh, and it showed uh, how good he was for Georgia last year. Um, that's who I've got is uh, Devonte Wyatt in Georgia. I'm gonna go with Booth. I think Tampa Bay could use a corner. I think they're again. You can't ever have enough corners in this mm-hmm. league, and we saw last year Tampa Bay got decimated at the back end near the end of the season. Like it was, or even halfway through, it was just like every week was another corner going down, another corner. So I think just to have depth, uh, go with Kyrie Elam or Booth. I think one of the two could be good. Someone's got to mess up uh, Cooper Cup whenever they play him because you know finding those gaps, we're just like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, Green Bay Packers with their 28th pick as well. Uh, two chances of uh, tools. I think they're going to go for a punter um, <laughs> or a mascot. Um, we took the mascot from uh, from Liberty. Um, I've got John Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. I think they're going to go two wide receivers. Try to try to find one of them that works for him. I got George Karlaftis. Okay. I think they need they got Sedarius Smith. I think you need to kind of just kind of replace that i think again they've had a good defense and one of the good thing they've been able to get at the quarterback a lot so i don't think they want to they want to lose that their division is going to be a cakewalk pretty much so um this is just a young guy that can just get in there and just replace the Darius smith right off the bat I, I i don't agree with the cakewalk uh you know look it's not even the bears i i'm talking about a minnesota team that kept everything very close last year we'll see. i can't believe game. in kirk cousins i can't believe in cousins and i can't believe in the coaching but i also don't believe that the the Packers, when you spent that, you haven't made that many changes. You just spent more money on the same people. Less. So, so it's you know a lot of other teams adapt and, and evolve every year, and they haven't. Twenty ninth pick is the Kansas City Chiefs uh, from San Francisco 49ers via Miami Dolphins. Um, again, Chiefs, lots of things they could use. I've got them taking offensive tackle Tyler Smith of Tulsa. Um, just because I think they, they need a lot of offense. They need something to protect. Well, yeah, I, I got them going. Um, Kyrie Elam, I think they need corners. I think the fact that, you know, Russell Wilson's in the division, Devontae Adams came in the division, you got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. It's just like, you can't, and again, their corner, they're, they lost uh, Honey Badgers. So they're, they're, getting, they're pretty decimated in the corner. And they were never really that strong at corner in the first place. So I think Elam's definitely going to go. Um, we have next have Kansas City again with the 30th pick, uh, 29th and 30th. Who do you have for them taking in the 30th? I have them with Sky Moore. I have them going with the receiver. I think they're definitely going to add a receiver. I could see them trading both of those to move up yeah. and get someone even better. But I think even though they have Juju and Mar- Valdez Scanling, I think, again, they're going to want to – Andy Reid always wants more weapons. 
So, and you know, they drafted Edward Zelaire yeah. a couple of years ago when they didn't really need to. Uh, so I think he's all about weapons and Sky Moore is one of those guys that can just, he can run. <laughs> I, I have uh, the chiefs taking Desmond Ritter, the quarterback out of Cincinnati. Um, they don't, who's, who's going to back up Mahomes? They don't really have a lot of backups for Mahomes and this kid is good. Uh, I can see them taking it also at Cincinnati, throw it back to the Bengals face that they got a Cincinnati kid. Um, but having having a good quarterback just to have someone from the homes, because, again, if he gets injured, um, very difficult for them to try to find and replace and, and, and you know, get some motivation because the bench is not very deep with that. Two picks left. 31st pick, penultimate pick, the Cincinnati Bengals with the penultimate pick. Uh, who do you have on this one? I have them going uh, tight end Trey McBride. And I'm losing the fact that I lost C.J. Zuma. Uh, yeah. Well, again, to me, it's just all about – maximizing Joe Burrow. Like, let's do what you do best. They did a lot of good work with the offensive line. They loaded that back up. You know, their defense did did great playing mm-hmm. in the, the, what they did with, um, even with the Rams and with uh, the Chiefs. So I think, again, they just have a glaring spot in tight end. So I'm going Trey McBride. I've got Lewis Sign, the, the safety out of Georgia, just because I, I think they need some defense. They still have, you know, they're getting beat those deep balls. And while the defensive line was good, the secondary, not so good. Um, but again, it'll be messy around the last part. And then we got the last pick, Detroit Lions, 32nd pick. Uh, this will be on around 6 in the morning. So if you wake up, you can catch this. Detroit Lions via the Rams. Uh, they get their pick, 32nd pick uh, to kick off the first day. And then you get to watch Weezer, everyone. Weezer will be performing after that if you stay up. I don't know if the NFL Network will be playing it. But of course, if you have Game Pass, it's the best way to I got them going, Kenny Pickett. I think this oh. is where you just go and try and just have a little fun. If you, again, like what they did with Lamar with the last pick, like yeah. you get that extra year in case it works out. You know, Goff's probably got one more year to sit behind him. Um, so I think it's just like a kind of a win win at 32nd overall pick. If you got this trade from the Rams, and you're going to have another high one in the second round. So I think this is worth it. Yeah, that makes sense. I've, I actually have them uh, taking. Uh, Daxton Hill, uh, Michigan. Again, another Michigan guy, safety out of Michigan. Uh, again, going all Michigan guys, keeping Detroit happy. Um, but this guy's, you know, great safety. Detroit could really use him, give some added pressure. You know, everyone was feeling really bad for Detroit last year. And then uh, the, the feel-good moments when they start winning. Uh, and Dan Campbell doesn't die from, you know, exploding his own heart. Uh, but that's it for our first round, everyone. Um, again, it's, this, this is the most unpredictable one in the past few years, I think, only because, as we said, there's no real contenders that you sort of go, oh, this is the top person. And and also so many teams have just been desperate um, that they're, you're going to wake up in the morning, it's going to be like, what the hell was that? What kind of draft was that? Yeah, that's what I will be doing. Waking at 6 a.m. to watch the draft. <laughs> or, or take care of your baby and just... Well, yeah, that goes with that, because he's going to be watching it, too. He'll so. be watching it, too. Well, it's a long weekend, everyone. want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, next week, of course, the NFL will be announcing officially who is coming to London to play the London games. So we'll have another podcast with that. Everyone, thanks for listening. Good luck listening to the draft tonight, everyone. And hope your team picks a winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs>